Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. drink wine or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things. Um, I'm laughing because we had some technical difficulties, but hopefully now everything's good. Um, I'm very excited to be here and I hope you guys are too. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm joined by my fellow Podmigo and Plopster, KSTB. What's up? Yeah. Why are you karate chopping? I don't know. Okay. Um, That's cool. So I will reiterate my joke from before in the previous recording but what is up hopefully the green mile by the time <laughs> this recording airs yeah um this will be dropping thursday morning so if you're listening to it on thursday morning go to our facebook pages and vote for the best tom hanks movie bracket voting does close on thursday um we're in round two and casey's got the nerves because the green mile is facing the money pit. I don't think you have to worry, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of times in a couple of other brackets that we've done so far that you thought certain things were safe bets. And yeah, but this time I'm pretty confident. Not a lot of people love the money pit, especially people younger than us. I think the, the median age of people that vote in these things is younger than us. So I don't really see I don't know. We'll see. I just, if you this like the, the money, but it's because you grew up thought, with it. This from the same lady who thought The Shining was a Final Four movie in the Stephen King tournament. That is absolutely true. And I can't remember what beat it, but it was bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> uh, for, realistically, let's be honest, because we have a amazing dedicated listener who probably will go back and listen and find out for us. So Brandy, your homework assignment for the next three days is go back in time to the Stephen King tournament and find out what the shining lost out to. I believe it was in the second round. Brandy, you are under no obligation to do that. Don't let this fool tell you what to do. <laughs> anyway. I'm not ordering her to do it. I'm just saying if the topic comes up, more than likely, she will go and do it. Okay. So. All right. Well, Brandy, if you want to go find out and tell me, then I'll I'll give you a prize. I don't know what it is yet, but. Um, okay. So we are here today to do a top five, and um, it's a random topic that just I thought sounded cool. It is top five song or top five movies with a song title. So basically, it's a movie that shares a title with a song, and. There is a lot more of these than I realized. I mean, honestly, there's some very obvious ones, but just going down the rabbit hole, I found more than 200. So this will be a fun one. Um, but before we get to that, Casey, are you sipping on anything this fine afternoon? The choice of a new generation. <laughs> Pepsi. Pepsi Zero? It would be Pepsi Zero Wild Cherry. Ooh. I don't do well with the flavored sodas. I don't know why. I did, um, my cousin had a, like strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper. And I wouldn't drink it like just like to drink it, but it would mix well with like rum or 
maybe even vodka, but I think probably rum. So. Yeah, I will uh, say this right now. Pepsi Zero Wild Cherry would not mix well with, like, a rum. I am not drinking wine today. I actually picked up one of... Don't do that while I'm drinking, damn it. I <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I'll be drinking wine later, but I thought I'd promote something else on the show today. Um, this is one of George's favorite seasonal beers that gets pretty tough to find, so I need to go buy more. But it is um, the Summer Seasonal Shiner Prickly Pear. So it's uh, it's light, and it's delicious. It tastes like summer. So... Um, I typically really like the, oh crap, what's that other beer I like that has all the good, Sam Adams. Sam Adams has a lot of good summer beers, um, but Shiner, this one is really good. So Shiner Prickly Pear, highly recommend. It's only out in the spring and summer. Usually it goes away like midsummer. So Is that like regional or is that nationwide? Oh, it should be nationwide. It's Shiner. So I would think it's nationwide. So yeah, Yay. good stuff. And the bottle's so pretty. <laughs> it's got cacti it's a, on it. It's a beer bottle. It's guys don't care what their beer bottle looks like. Okay. Round well, glass, a little piece of paper on it saying what the name is, and turn us loose and let us freaking drink it. When I am trying new beers, especially like so I don't know how many grocery stores do this, but at Kroger they have a beer fridge and you can go get you can build your own six pack. So they have all different kinds of beers. You get the little carrier and you can build your own six pack. And when I'm trying stuff I've never tried, as long as it's a type of beer that I like, I will pick based on the can or the label just to try something new. If it looks cool to me, I will. I do that with wine too. I try new wines all the time based on the label. I've seen enough Hell's Kitchen to know that like, and even the cooking shows period in general doesn't necessarily have to be Hell's Kitchen, but. You know, people eat with their eyes first. You know, the eyes are your first impression when it comes to the food. So you have to have a pristine plating. Yeah. And then your nose, because obviously, and then once it gets in your mouth, then then you got to taste. It was funny earlier, um, Abby and I were just looking at my bookshelf and I was kind of recommending books to her and she was like, oh, this one looks cool. And she goes, oh, but I'm not judging a book by its cover. And I was like, actually, when it comes to books, beer bottles and wine bottles, I do judge them by the cover. If the cover looks cool, I'm at least going to give it a a whirl. So, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I can honestly say right now I've got at least within... 15 feet of me, a minimum of 20 books that I could probably grab right now. And the reason I grabbed them is because they've got an interesting looking cover. Yeah. And then once I picked it up and looked at it, I looked at like either the inside flap or the plot description on the back and, oh, hey, that actually is an interesting book. I'm going to pick that up and I'm going to take it home and read it. And right. it got stuck in a pile, and I haven't read it yet. Coming soon on Literature Reapers with Casey, Amanda, and Shanna. Yes. So this actually does say, I Googled it just to check, that this is a Texas regional beer. But Shiner is a nationwide thing, so I would bet you could get this anywhere. Um, but anyway, it's it's very citrusy, floral. It's just a little hoppy. Um, but not too much. So definitely check it out if you like to try new so, flavors of beer and whatnot. So basically what you're telling me is I'm going to have to bring my happy ass to Texas. Maybe. In the middle of summer, in the middle of summertime. Next time you go, pre- next time you go to your corporate conglomerate, see if they have it. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. I was, I was there this morning after therapy. All right, so now we are going to move on to some sip libs. And we are going to do a song that is also a title of a movie, but I think we're rewriting the song here. If this is one of your top five choices, don't spoil it. We'll get there. Um, Please, God, don't let it be Nightmare on My Street. (laughs) No. (laughs) This one is called Iron Man by Black Sabbath. All right. Are you ready? 
Yes. All right. Give me a material. What is this? Velvet? <laughs> Sorry. Screw it. Let's take the gloves off. We're going right into the fucking gutter. Jizz. Is that a material? DNA material. Okay, fair enough. Uh, body part. Let's go with clitoris. Jizz next and one, clitoris. What? Next one's an adjective, so certifiably fuckable. All right, a verb. Um, fornicating. <laughs> verb ending in s. Go with fuck. Adjective. Endowed. Plural noun. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say toenails. Body part. Vulva. The. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Vacation okay. flashback. Um, uh, Volvita shells, shells and cheese. And cheese. <laughs> Guma. <laughs> a verb. I'm gonna say eat. <laughs> Name of a person. Papa Palpatine. Nice. Because he likes Volvita shells and cheese. He does. Uh. A verb ending in s. Let's go. Skips a place. Whorehouse. Nice. Verb ending in S. Um let's go with defenestrates. And a verb ending in S for you. Licks. Okay. Adjective for me, I'm going to say sweaty. Item of clothing. <laughs> you have to do it. Article of clothing? Uh, you don't know what I'm referring to. It's okay. Go ahead. No, but you need to tell me after I say this. Um, I will. Silence your damn phone. Okay. <laughs> it's a bra. Damn phone. <laughs> oh my freaking god! <laughs> How did I not freaking? I literally freaking just sent you a video or an audio clip. Of that. It's a bra. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Verb ending in. By the way, we officially. We officially have a new request on an evening at the movies. Uh-oh, what is it? Brandy has requested we do the money pit. I'm oh. guessing she's listening to the results. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's definitely do the money pit. All right, here we go. So I cannot really sing along with this uh, song, so I'm just going to try to... I'm Probably just gonna not. It. I am Jizz Man. He has lost his clitoris. Can he see or is he certifiably fuckable? Can he fornicate at all? Or if he fuck, will he fall? Is he endowed or dead? Has he toenails within his vulva? Ooh. We'll just eat him there. Why should we even care? He was turned to jizz in the great magnetic field when he traveled time for the future of Papa Palpatine. <laughs> If nobody skips him, he just stares at the world, planning his vengeance that he will soon unfurl. Now the time is here for Jizz Man to spread fear. Vengeance from the whorehouse defenestrates the people he once saved. <laughs> nobody licks him, they just turn their heads. Nobody helps him, now he has his revenge. Sweaty G-string of lead fills his victims full of dread. Laughing as fast as they can, Jizz Man lives again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jizz Man. I could totally see why you couldn't sing that because Iron Man is one of those songs that 
it's it has a very form fitting yeah sorry i just read it like a poem <laughs> if the words don't match up right then it's not going to come out right and then you've got hakuna matata all over again <laughs> exactly all right well let's move on to our top five so we have top five movies with song titles now before i ask how many you think we'll have in common i don't agree with three because i'm gonna tell you why i tried to choose movies that i haven't talked about a lot so for example purple rain did not make my top five it's obviously an honorable mention i i've talked about purple rain so many times just talked about it on the episode with top five movies with a color so i'm trying to give some other movies some love um i think we'll have one in common fine but I'll be optimistic and maybe say possibly. One of my movies you haven't even fucking seen, so we gotta talk about that. How do you know? I've seen a lot of fucking movies. I know you haven't seen this movie because we've talked about it. <laughs> so you'll you'll see. You'll find out. All right, Casey, what's your number five? What? Um well I mean at the end of the day, let's just get it out the freaking way. It would be one of the greatest movie theme songs, superhero theme songs of all time. And you kind of sort of superseded my revealing but zip libs, but it would be Iron Man. Very nice. Yeah, I kind of um, thought you might have that. That's why I was like, don't say anything yet. I mean, I, truth be told, um, the Iron Man movies, well, Iron Man as a whole is probably my favorite of the Avengers. Yeah. And I don't think that's any big shock. I mean, I think he's probably most people's favorite Avenger, too. I mean, and Robert Downey Jr., oh my God, is amazing in that role. He is. Iron Man for Robert Downey Jr. is what captain jack was for johnny depp yeah um uh, on your or uh sorry iron man was on my long list but it didn't make my top five i mean i like iron man um but superhero movies aren't usually going to make my top five of anything unless we're doing superhero movies so. you're not a nerd oh i'm a nerd just not about that <laughs> okay you're a nerd about friends yeah and horror all right well my number five i actually don't know if you've seen this movie or not but um it is a movie that um shares a song title that was written for the movie it's by madonna from 1987 who's that girl who's that girl yes who's that girl is such an under it's your number four you know people can't see you, right? See, see, senor. <laughs> yes. Do you, Yay! honest to God, in two and a half years, think that that has ever stopped me from doing a <laughs> hand signs and not giving the name of the movie? Okay. I feel like Who's That Girl is such an underappreciated 80s movie. It's so funny. And I, I will say, I don't really care for Madonna as an actress, especially that early. I'm here. But I thought, you know, I think she did good in A League of Their Own, and I liked Evita. But even so, she plays the part perfectly. Um, oh, and what the crap is that guy's name? I love him so much. I had a crush on him. He was in American Werewolf in London. I'm about to look it up. Oh, sorry. That's me. After, after your pump beeps at you. Yep. Um, Griffin, Griffin. Yeah, Griffin. Griffin. Some, I'm looking it up. Griffin Dunn. That's it. Yeah. I had the biggest crush on Griffin Dunn when I was a kid. Um, so for people who don't know, who's that girl is Madonna's this girl who was in prison for a crime she didn't commit. She gets paroled. Uh, her lawyer's supposed to be watching after her, and it's the day before his wedding, and then shenanigans just ensue because she's trying to prove her innocence. 
So if you haven't seen it, highly recommend. It's an underrated movie, but for sure. And again, let me to reiterate some of the same shit that you said about Madonna. She wasn't as great of an actress early in her career, but it was right about this time, maybe a little bit after that she started evolving into the actress that she's become today. And yeah, still not saying I'm a huge fan of hers, but you know, at the same time, it is what it is. But I am a huge fan of this movie. So, well, that's not the one I thought we'd have in common. So we might have two. Um, I told you. Okay. I'm impressed you had that one. All right. Well, that was Casey's number four. So then I will move on to my number four. And this is the movie I know you haven't seen because I've asked you to watch it a million times and not to watch it without me. I don't do it, what I'm told. It shares the title with a Radiohead song from 2001. And the movie is Knives Out. You're right. I haven't watched yeah. that yet. I told you. Knives because out you told me not to watch movie. it without you, so... Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Other movies have taken priority. That's fine. Knives Out is amazing. Can't say enough good things about it. The cast is stacked. Um, and Anna, Anna de Armas, I think that's how you say her name, she's go going on to do so much more stuff now, and I think it's because of that movie. Um, oh, I'm sure. My only beef with her is she can't hide her accent as well as I think she should be able to. Um, and Knives Out, she doesn't have to, but when she played in the Maryland movie, she was in Blonde, there were a lot of times when her accent snuck out. And it was like, okay, you gotta kind of like keep that reined in. But other than that, she's amazing. So, Knives Out, fantastic. Highly recommend. I eventually will get to it. Okay. Okay. I promise. All right. Um, I don't think I need to say what Knives Out is about. I think most people probably know, even if they haven't seen it. So. Um, I don't, but I don't necessarily want it spoiled either. Well, I don't have to spoil it. It's basically a, a rich family who the the head of the family, the father slash grandfather, dies, and the reading of the will comes, and then shenanigans ensue. <laughs> It's a murder mystery, so. So, in other words, it's kind of sort of Clue-esque. It is very Clue-esque, I will say. Um, it takes place in a giant house, just like Clue, and this house is unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's very similar to Clue, so if you like Clue, you would definitely like it. Um, and like I said, the cast you know is phenomenal. You know, you know my feelings on Clue. I know, so. Two plus two plus one plus one plus one. <laughs> one plus one plus two plus one. <laughs> plus yeah. one. All right. What's your number three? Uh, well, there is a little movie um, that introduced the world to the redheaded greatness that is the ageless wonder Julia Roberts. And it would be the song... Performed by Mr. Roy Orbison, it would be Pretty Woman. Pretty woman, walking down the street. Pretty woman, kind I'd like to meet. I'd like yeah. to meet Julia Roberts. Right, who wouldn't? God, Roy Orbison was just amazing. Even if she is pushing 60 years old. Whatever, she looks amazing. I so know. Pretty Woman is on my long list. It almost made my top five. I had a real hard time leaving it off, but it didn't. But well, we may not have two in common. If if you don't have my number three, I don't think we'll have any in common. Um, but yeah, no, Your I love number three Pretty Woman. Better not be my number one. I don't think so. I don't know. We're gonna see. So yeah, big mistake. Big. Huge. <laughs> Amazing movie. At, at this point, it's been, what, 30-ish? 
30 plus years since that yeah. movie came out. Again, listeners should just be happy with the fact that we're kissing its ass. We don't need to go into great detail about what I mean. Yeah. Julia Roberts is a prostitute in Hollywood. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? Hey, welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? And yeah. she gets picked up by Gear, who literally buys her for a week while he's in town negotiating a business deal. And before he tries to ruin a fucking Lotus Esprit. God. Yeah, literally. That's like a James Bond car, dude. Stop, stop not knowing how to drive it. But ultimately, in the end, they ultimately fix each other in so many different ways. It's and... a trashy version of Cinderella. <laughs> no, Pretty Woman was one of those movies yeah. that um, my my best friend and I, my mom let me watch whatever I want, but when we would stay at her house. Pretty Woman and Dirty Dancing were the movies we would always watch late at night after her parents went to bed because they didn't want us, want us watching them. Pretty Woman was one of our favorite movies. Not like there's nudity in Pretty Woman. Yeah, her parents are super conservative. And actually, you do see a boob, but it's not Julia Roberts' boob. She had a body double. But you do see one boob. When, yeah, when they're, but, when they're finally mean, making love. If you don't look at the exact right moment, you're going to miss it. And again, not Julia Roberts. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if you don't have this next one, I don't think we're going to have any more in common. Um, all of the rest of mine are super old songs. Uh, my number three... Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know what the last two of mine are. Okay. Uh, shares the title of a song from 1964 by The Temptations, one of Casey's favorite rom-coms, My Girl. <laughs> it is my favorite rom-com of all time. <laughs> Hashtag my girl is not a rom-com. <laughs> bite my ass, Ray. I got sunshine on a cloudy, on a cloudy day. day. When it's cold outside, I got the month of May. Yes, I know I can't sing. No, I don't give a fuck. Uh, um, yes, you say. What, what can, can make, make me feel this way? My girl. Um, Abby and George chants to that song at our wedding. And I dance with my stepdad, so... And then I dance, I dance with my dad to something else and he danced with his mom. But anyway, um, so do you have My Girl? No. What the fuck? All right. All right. I told you, the other, well, you know what my number one is. And number two is literally slapping you in the face right now. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. Uh. My girl and Candyman ruined bees for me forever. Stay the fuck away from bees. <laughs> no, my yeah, girl. I, yeah, I don't do spiders and I don't yeah. do bees. Nope. Where's his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I cried so fucking hard. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> That uh, is almost as bad as Please Boss Don't Put Me in the Dark. Yeah, it is it is definitely close. Woo. All right. Yeah, my girl. Whew, love all the feels. All right. What's your number two? I don't have it. <laughs> um, so um I'm going to preface my choice by saying um, I'm going to apologize for my lack of linguistic skills, but the bomba. I can't roll my L's and my R's, but I can still do that. 
I can't either. That's why I have to do the when I do when I sing along. That is an amazing choice. Oh, such a good movie. It's one of those. Well, I mean, it is one of the movies that was on the schedule for April when we were going to do biopic month. Yeah. Because of obvious reasons, it didn't get done. And it'll probably go back on the schedule the next time we try and cram biopic month in to an evening at the movies. Yeah. Oh, for people that don't know, La Bamba is the story of the life and death of Richie Valens. Yes. And it, there is some amazing performances in that mm-hmm. movie. There are some amazing song performances in that movie. It did, Wow. And it's one of those movies that I get emotional watching every time. I oh, for sure. Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips killed it. Just amazing. Oh, man. That just reminded me of a movie I should have put on my list and I didn't. Ooh, should Mama? I throw a... No. Should I... Now I'm thinking, should I throw out my number two and replace it? I won't. I'm going to get my number one honorable mention. But damn, how did I not think of this one? I didn't even write it down. Okay, this is going to be a draft coming soon to Masturbators Presents. I did not make these rankings drafts. Because, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say it when we do our honorable mentions because, oh, another biopic. Well, okay. My next choice better be on your honorable mentions. Otherwise, you and I will. I'm sure it will be. Look how long this list is. Like... <laughs> So right. basically, I will do my honorable mentions before you do yours because I'm sure yeah. there will be overlap. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, my number two. Um, actually, this song has been redone and recorded by many people, but the original goes back to 1927. It is a song by Gene Austin. The movie is from 1990. It's My Blue Heaven. I freaking love that movie. Me too. I want to do the Rick Moranis, Steve Martin version on an evening at the movies, only because I'm sure yeah. that's probably the only version either of us are going to be able to find. Well, that's the only one I've seen, but... Um... Well, I, I would watch the original if we could find it, but I would be willing to bet we probably won't be able to find it. Yeah. Um, For people that don't know, because this movie is older, it's from 1990, it's Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. Um, um, Steve Martin's a mobster. He's in witness protection. And then Rick Moranis is the FBI guy who has to protect him. And they're in the suburbs. And again, shenanigans ensue. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was going to say hijinks ensue. Yes. Um, and, you know, I don't, I, again, I tried to t- put movies on this list that I haven't talked about before. So I, I wouldn't say if I actually had to say my top five favorite that that would be in there. But trying to pick ones that I haven't talked about much, that movie is such a gem. And I don't think it gets enough attention and enough love. So, yeah. Um, Rick Moranis is just amazing and everything. I love him. He's so endearing. And Steve Martin as a mobster is just hilarious. So, yeah. Steve Martin in general is a freaking Well, hilarious. yeah. Yeah. He can do no wrong in my opinion. <laughs> and he's still got it. Only Murders in the Building. Him and um, Martin Short together are magic. Ned Nederlander. Yes. <laughs> okay. What's your number one? When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only only light you'll see. see. No, I won't be afraid. Mm, I knew that would be your number one. I mean, I'm a Stephen King fan. And on top of it, even if I wasn't a Stephen King fan, the fact that 
Stand By Me is an, an incredible movie. I do not care what Mr. Harvandre and DeAndre Robinson say. I don't... I don't know how they... I mean, especially Harvey, because he's our age. I mean, I get that if you... If you just think about it as a coming-of-age story of young boys, how do you not relate to that, at least in some sense? Like, I get it takes place a long time ago, but I don't know. I just... It's such a beautiful movie and i get that with mm. today's standards entertainment wise it might not hold up but i don't know i just i i don't know teach their own but stand by me is fantastic and if you don't agree you're wrong <laughs> love you jay love you harvey you. <laughs> i mean truth be told there is a reason why stand by me won the greatest stephen king movie yeah. ever tournament yeah. on an evening at the movies that's true. And it beat the Green Mile. Green Mile. Which I mean that ooh. was tough. That was tough. Come on. Well, I mean it it literally came down to and I did not make these rankings podcast network tiebreaker. Yeah. So I can't necessarily fault it for that, but I mean either one of the two of them could have won and I would have been happy. But Stand by Me is an incredible movie with an incredible cast. Um, it was the movie that introduced me to my um, one of my favorite '80s assholes, Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Will a Wheaton, bad for Corey Feldman. <laughs> Will Wheaton, Corey Feldman, Jerry O'Connell. And at the end of the day, we cannot end this portion of the discussion without, oh my God, River Motherfucking Phoenix in that movie. River Phoenix is an amazing actor to begin with, but some of the shit that he did acting wise in that movie, oh my God, I do not care. He deserved an Oscar. Little freaking 12 year old. 13-year-old, however old he was when they were filming that movie, should have won his freaking ass an Oscar. I mean, his pain was palpable. Like, there there are some times that people do performances, like this is a weird comparison, but it just happened yesterday, so it made me think of it. Abby and I were watching Grey's Anatomy, and there's a a scene where Lexi is crying over her ex-mark. I'm your person. And no, it's not even them, but she's in the bathroom and she's just crying and she sinks down to the floor and she, the, like, she sells it so good that my heart hurt. Like, just like, I was like, oh my God, I can literally feel her pain. And I think when an actor can do that, that's how, you know, they're amazing. Like, they're not just making you feel, oh, that's kind of sad. They're literally making you feel like, oh my God, that hurts my heart. And River Phoenix did that in this movie. Perfectly. So, yeah. At the end of the day, River Phoenix is fucking incredible. Was. And, well, <laughs> rest in peace. Um, again, I would not be opposed to revisiting Stand By Me at some point on an evening at the movies. Well, we've already recorded it twice, so we might as well go for a third time. Why not? Hey. <laughs> The second time was not my fault. Yeah, I know. And I was going to be nice and not bring it up, but you threw yourself under the bus. That's fine. It's fine. If I can't laugh at myself, then I can't take it when everybody else laughs at me. I'm my own biggest make fun of her. (laughs) I realize it's not a real word, but whatever. Trademark 2023. Uh, I'm my biggest mocker. Outside of Papa Palpatine, he's probably a little bit worse. Okay. Okay. One rank number eight. Oh, fuck. I'm never. Y'all <laughs> should just be glad I listened to Metallica in the first place. That's all. That's all. I'm Full just stop. giving you a hard time because at the end of the day, it is fun pitching you shit. I did that for you, fools. I don't listen to Metallica. I mean, it... well, anyway. I digress. So, I did not plan this, 
But my number one also shares a title with a song from 1964. Was not planned, but that's how it worked out. Um, the song is by the Beatles. This is probably one of my all-time favorite 80s movies, if not in my top 10 movies. Can't buy me love. Love. Can't buy me love. <laughs> Only because you love McDreamy. I loved him and that movie before he was ever fucking McDreamy. So let's just get that out there. Can't Buy Me Love is a movie that I watched over and over and over and over in my childhood. I wanted to be Cindy Mancini. I tried to model my wardrobe after her. Like, I just, oh, God, that movie is so amazing. Yeah. Buy a ring, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. Truth, I mean, I can't lie, but I mean, even as a, you know, I would say preteen guy growing up in the 80s when this movie came out. I mean, I had a crush on Amanda Peterson, a.k.a. Cindy Mancini. I mean, rest in peace. Yeah, she was definitely. Yes. But I mean, that movie also gave us early Seth Green, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And early McDreamy. And yeah, it's just it's a great movie. Um, Seth Green's hilarious in that movie, by the way, the little brother. He's just, I don't know. It's such a good, Chucky Miller. heartfelt movie, and I, sorry, but the fucking remake, Love Don't Cost a Thing, I can't believe y'all did that to us. That movie was okay, it was cute, but you can't recapture the magic of Can't Buy Me Love. No. Never. Uh, it is definitely one of my favorite movies, and I, yeah, I wanted to be Cindy Mancini real bad. I actually was going to ask if uh, Ronald's riding lawnmower counts as a movie vehicle for our draft. <laughs> I didn't write it down, though, but I mean. I mean, technically, okay. I won't say yes or no to, I mean, if you want to go down that road and draft that as a, technically one, it is a vehicle. I would get no votes for that. That would, that would, that point was going to come up somewhere in my rant. Yeah. But I mean, it's a vehicle. It's from a movie. You can, I mean, at the I'm end of the day, going you're to. I just thought of it. So probably not going to get votes for it, but you I know, I have some other good ones. I'm not worried there's kind of sort of a reason behind coming up with that topic though, was so that hopefully after like the six or seven obvious choices get picked, Mm -hmm. then people have to get creative in the back of their head with, okay. um, I mean, truth be told, you could go down the list of probably 25 James Bond movies and pick the main vehicle from each one of those movies. Like that Lotus fine. Esprit that goes underwater? <laughs> no, I, I came up with some super creative shit for my list. I'm really excited about it. So, I go with Austin Powers. You can go yeah. with Harry Potter. What I mean, I'm not trying to... Oh, I know Hogwarts wearing... Express is going to get taken in the first round. Oh, there's... I can write it down. <laughs> there's literally like four or five choices that probably could go in the first round. Yeah. Between Dre, Cam, and myself. If that's where I decided to go with my first pick, I mean, I have a wealth of options. If and... you didn't, can I bribe you to not take my first pick? Because the draft order is going to be kind to me as long as I get my first pick, because I'll get my first and second picks. But I don't think you would take it first, but I just don't know. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Or not, and I'll just have to hold my breath and hope you don't take it. Veto your choice? Damn, I wish I had a veto for this one. All right, so... Honorable mentions. Before I go into my honorable mentions, just I mean, I had a thought to go with a certain two or three vehicles for my first choice, and then it's like, no, because nobody's going to pick any of those three, and I could probably save those for number five and 
my bench because literally what's one of Dre's favorite sayings? Hashtag fuck Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that doesn't mean he won't take them for votes, but yeah, I don't think the one that is my first choice. But you also have to remember too, if I veto that's true. one of his choices, he's already come out and said, I have an alternate list that is specifically Casey oriented where I will oh. take your freaking. That's you saw what take. he did with, you saw what he did with the Halloween. Yeah. That, that was a punch right in the gut. All right. All um, right. Now we can go honorable mentions. Yeah. Go All right. It. So can't buy me love, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Boys in the hood. Mm-hmm. Born Free. Oh, I didn't have that. Blue Velvet. I don't really like that movie. Yeah. It just it popped up in my head while I yeah. was looking at that list that you had sent me. Um Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? This is kind of a little liberal creativity with the selection but arthur's theme best that you can do because technically the name is in the damn title of the song oh okay for Arthur. okay all right fine i got it um a view to a kill hashtag mm-hmm. game bond across the universe mm-hmm. um a hard day's night mm-hmm. and I'll save some for you. I think I got a good handful. 86 off the list. So well, I had almost all of those. Um, the one I wish I would have thought of that I probably would have put in my top five is Sweet Dreams, which is the biopic of Patsy Cline. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. I love that song. Oh, my God. The intro with the violins. And it's like, I don't know. I can't do it, but it's beautiful. Um. Obviously, I had Purple Rain, um, Mamma Mia. Another one that was hard to leave out would have been in my top five, but I've already talked about this movie. Lean on me. Um, oh, damn it. I, yeah. I was surprised you didn't have that. I really thought you would. Um, let's see. Pretty in Pink, American Pie. Yeah. Some kind of wonderful. When a man loves a woman. When um, a man loves a woman. Sixteen candles. And Roxanne. <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light. Roxanne. <laughs> Roxanne. Get me the tickets. <laughs> so yeah, good times, good times. Hashtag, we love friends, so fuck Dre. Here's my, see how many vehicles I have? I'm not going to let you read it, but I've got a lot. Ross can. What? Oh, I can guarantee you I've got probably at least 50, 55 on my list right now. Just because after I, like I said, after I hit a certain point with the obvious ones, then I started getting creative and it's like, once the I, obvious I got ones, super creative. Once the obvious ones go bye bye, then that's where we're going to start getting into having some fun. There's so many. Yeah. So, what I will tell you about my number one choice, I'm going to tell you what it is, but I know that it's going to, it might be one of your contenders for a choice. I don't think it would be your first choice. So, maybe I shouldn't give you a hint so you won't take it from me. I don't know how mean you're going to be. The vehicle in question is in one of my top five favorite movies of all time. That's all I'll say. So. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you okay? Why did you do that? Because I'm stupid. Hey, heart in your arm. I mean, at the end of the day, I need to remember the fact that there's a very real possibility that I've got a torn labrum. Yeah, it's not good. 
doing shit like that is not going to help it, and it's only going to make it that much worse. That is correct. And I'm trying to prolong the fact that I'm probably going to have to have surgery for as long as I can because I'm literally not even a month into being back at work yet. Yeah. I don't want to be taking any more time off than I absolutely have to. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right. Well, um, if you want to real quick tell us what's coming up on an evening at the movies and uh, we'll get out of here. From Justin to Kelly, Texas Chainsaw Master 2 with Mr. Chauncey the Rapper. Well, Chauncey. Chauncey Grife. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 with Miss Vanessa from Dirty Flirty and Not Driving. Uh, Scream with the hosts of Slay the Stars. And me. Um, <laughs> and Amanda. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire with the hosts of Two Chicks Talking Flicks. And me. And, and Amanda, <laughs> as always. And um, we are currently in the midst of wrapping up the second round of the greatest Tom Hanks movie of all time tournament. Keep your votes coming in and on Sunday we will be releasing the results of said second round and revealing the Sweet 16 matchups now that all Dubai's will be off the table and we will just have straight head-to-head competitions all the way to finding out who the winner is on July 9th. So, yay us! Yay Green Mile! All right. Well, coming up on the sip list, um, I've got two episodes with two. What? You actually have coming up on the sip list? Uh, Yeah, finally. Um, We will be doing (laughs) top five home invasion movies. And the other one is still up for topic, but it will be related to 80s movies. I haven't decided what it's going to be yet. So um, if anybody has any suggestions on a top five related to 80s movies, hit me up. Um, I'm always open to ideas. Lawnmowers. (laughs) Just Ronald's. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, KSTV, for doing this with me. And hope everybody has a great week, weekend, and all that jazz. And when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Peace and hair grease. Bleh. Bleh.